This episode is brought to you by... Hey, Billy Bonham here, owner of Pizza Classics, located in downtown Kyle. We've been serving our community since the 90s and proudly support local Hayes Athletics. At Pizza Classics, we do things the old school hard way because I think it makes a better product for our customers. Dough is made fresh daily and veggies are always hand cut. We shed our 100% whole milk mozzarella in-house as well as make our own sauce from scratch. Lastly, we bake on stone. Doing it the right way takes some extra time, but we let our product do the talking. Thanks for your business. I truly appreciate it. Entertaining shows with content that spreads information and sparks discourse throughout the community. This is the Pearl Media Network. Welcome to the Kyle Life Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to showcasing what makes Kyle, Texas unique. We interview local business owners, politicians, and talk with everyday residents to further promote our beautiful city. This podcast is brought to you by KyleLife.com and is proudly part of the Pearl Media Network. We thank you for tuning in today. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Hey guys, Joshua here with Kyle Life, and today we're recording live from the Pearl Media Network studios located in West Kyle. Joining me for this episode is a good friend of the show and a longtime supporter of the KyleLife.com, Will Caldwell, who is the program director at Dojo Kyle Jiu-Jitsu, a premier martial arts studio located in downtown Kyle. Will, thanks for thanks for doing this, man. Hey, oh, it's <laughs> great doing, to be here. I, Thank you for having me. And I asked you last minute, uh, I had a guest I was there to come do the live show, and um, not, I won't throw them under the bus, but you stepped up to the plate. We are live. It's podcast day, for those who don't know. And I appreciate you coming in the studio and doing this. And what is Podcast Day? So, gosh. Podcast Day is an international celebration set up by, I know, Daniel J. Lewis. Which one's the celebrity? Daniel Day Lewis, right? It's not the celebrity. A different Daniel Lewis uh, from the Audacity of the Podcast and some other people, sorry, I'm forgetting y'all's names, set this day up as a means of like uh, evangelizing, I guess, the, the whole... Um, art of podcasting and getting the word out about how uh, for content creators, you know, trying to help people connect with shows that they like, connect with um, programs that would be relevant to them and so forth. You consume a lot of podcasts yourself, don't you? I do. I'm doing a little less podcasting. I'm more onto audiobooks, but Ooh. Dan Carlin, Hardcore History. Yes. Oh, man, I love it. And I was just hanging out with my dad today, listening to one on Rome. I don't know the name of it. I forget but, the name. I know what series you're talking man, about. It was it incredible. I was thinking, how much time did this guy spend producing it? Yeah, I know. He he talks about, I mean, because it takes months, right, bef- between them. And you have to imagine for that four-hour episode, there's got to be uh, hundreds of hours of, between prep and pre-production. And you would, and, and you would think, right? But He has um, an assistant, right? I'd hope. I don't know. I think he talks about someone on the... I need an assistant. I say that. I don't need an assistant. <laughs> no, I'm too cheap for an assistant. You just but, said no post... No post editing, man. So I know no that. No, we're like, yeah, I did say that. We are, uh, like I said, we are live with Will from Dojo Kyle. You've been on the show before. Uh, if you can, I want to get this started by uh, just a recap. There's a lot of people, we're getting new audience members by the week every time we do a new show. So for those not familiar with you and Dojo Kyle, give a little quick touch on on what exactly Dojo Kyle does, who you are to Dojo Kyle, and any other relevant information that you think would be necessary. Okay, yes, I can do that. Um, part of the reason why I was happy to step in at the last minute to fill in for whoever didn't couldn't make it, uh, 
is because I just got a Facebook message from a parent saying, uh, not a parent of a student, but just uh, someone with the inquiry saying, hey, are you guys, did you guys close down? No, no, we're still here. I think kind of made me feel like, oh man, I got to get my promotional ability a a little tighter. I need to go make a little more of an effort. So I'm happy to be here doing the show again. And as far as the school goes, we're still alive. (laughs) We're still running. We're still growing. I'm happy to say. That is the unfortunate thing, right? When you move locations, um, I mean, because there's not some button. If people don't know about your social media or, or follow you on social media, and even those who do follow you, no one's guaranteed to get all the information that you're sending out, right? Yeah, Facebook isn't too keen on giving you the uh, eyeballs now unless you're paying for it. Right. So, uh, it's, I think, a little harder to be found. And we just moved um, off the main strip, off uh, Center Street onto Main Street. So we're literally probably... 100 yards away from our last location, but it's just a little less visible. So um, people will be going to what used to be our location is now a bar. So people are going by the bar like, hey, oh, I want to train since I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what is happening? (laughs) Yeah. Then the call like, hey, uh, what's what's going on? But yeah, we're still here. We're just uh, around the corner at 111 South Main. And um it's super convenient, right? I mean, the location, the good thing is you didn't move across town. Right. You, di- you didn't, uh, it's not like you're hard to find. Unfortunately, downtown doesn't let you put up large overhead signage for people to be able to see. But you're just, is that, is that considered even a full block that you're away from your, your last location? I honestly don't know. It's, I, maybe we're on the same block. We're separated by alleyway. But you say right. no large signs. I don't know, man. I'm still planning on the two karate men. <laughs> <laughs> Two karate men kicking, like mimicking kicking Milts, the, the, the cowboy, but having like it be Milt's the cowboy. Except, and you actually had Milts today for lunch, didn't you? Did. It was great. I'm jealous. I've been in here all day doing podcast day stuff. Um, Risk sandwich. I got to go shoot guns, eat barbecue. Are you training tonight? I'm not training, unfortunately. I wish I was. Almost uh, a complete day. Yeah, a day of manliness, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Unless, if you don't mind, let's talk about the the training. I mean, I. Uh, full disclosure, people who have listened for a long time already know I train. I train with you guys. I've been with y'all uh, around four years, I believe. Uh, probably one of your standout students. I think that I, oh, it's safe to say, yeah, it's safe to say student. that I'm an all-star student. Um, but the, the training, I, I will chime in when need be, but explain to people like what it is you offer um, and why people listening should be interested in learning jujitsu. Okay. So, jiu-jitsu is a martial art, uh, grappling-based martial art. So, it's more similar to wrestling than to uh, karate or taekwondo. And I think the benefit of the wrestling-based style is that it's going to rely a lot more on positioning and understanding of technique uh, as opposed to maybe some physical attributes, right? So, someone like Josh... Who's not, you know, good good athlete, but he's not. You're yeah. not gonna mistake him for <laughs> Mister, I don't know, Mister Olympia or Captain America or anything like that. That is true. He can come in and learn some techniques where he's gonna be able to probably tap out Mister Olympia. 
try, probably be able to beat up on that guy if, if he wanted and, to or needed to. And untrained, Mr. Olympia. Yeah, untrained. <laughs> well, even if he was trained, he might get tired. You might be able to wait him out. I will say this. There's, uh, there's nothing more terrifying to me as a practitioner than the very muscular person who also is trained in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. That, that is a terrifying man or woman uh, to be. Muscles don't scare me as much. I'm more scared of the cardio connection. You know, like oh, if, good point. if someone yeah. doesn't get tired, it's like, uh oh, I better better have a plan for them. But um yeah, muscles kinda it can it can help, but it can also hurt, right? Because you know, you need you need to oxygenate all that muscle. So if you're just big, uh like I think they say Jay Cutler, that bodybuilder, uh, who was huge for a while i don't know if he still is but they said he couldn't walk up a flight of stairs without getting winded you know i'd rest i'd wrestle that guy any day of the week over the 145 pound guy who's got the cardio for days it's true and i'm trying to find my way in between the 145 and the what is cutler way probably, probably 300 310 or something i have we have the human uh not to go down a rabbit hole but i don't know if we're meant to have that kind of mass on our body frame right like as humans, no, I don't, I don't think, think we you are. Could do that uh, without some assistance. Yeah. With that being said, though, um, you know, bringing it back to training, you have because I've seen it with my own eyes. People of all body types. All you have bodies. people who come in already in great shape. You have people that come in like I did when I started. Remember, I was um, I, I weigh like a buck seventy five ish right now, but I was almost two twenty when I started training with you guys. Um, you have them all over the spectrum, right? And not to yes. not to just imply, I'll just say it blatantly. Jiu-jitsu will help you lose weight for sure yes. if you put in your time training. I trained twice a week at that point, but yes. it, it'll definitely help you if your goals are like weight loss. Do you get a lot of those coming in? We mainly get adults looking for weight loss and self-defense. So I think that's the perfect blend. You know, I kind of look at it like, all right, you need to exercise, right? We all need to exercise. Um, if I get really good at jogging, uh, you know, what What uh, auxiliary benefits are there to me, right? Like, I guess I could jog away if I could jog six miles if I was, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when that would come in handy, right? Never for me, but yeah. <laughs> but if I can wrestle, you know, that can uh, potentially get me out of a bind. Hopefully I won't ever be in one. But if I am, it's nice to know that, okay, I'm practicing uh, controlling people, choking people. And, uh, you know, on a regular basis. So it's staying fresh in my mind. And it's just something where it's like, if you're in it for the fitness, yes, you're 100% going to get it. And you're going to get the fringe benefit of the self-defense. If you're in it for the self-defense, then, you know, the the benefit's going to be, yeah, it's going to help keep you in shape or get you in shape if if, uh, you're not already. Yeah, and you had mentioned that for adults, that's who primarily comes in for fitness. And is it the opposite for for parents bringing their kids in? Is their primary concern self defense with their little ones? For kids, I think it is some self defense because you know bullying is a, a problem. We are, um, I don't know. I mean, we, I'm sure we, you and me, and that was a problem for us when we were kids. It's mm-hmm. not, I don't think it's anything that's really different, but I think it's just more publicized now, and. Um, so yes, parents bringing their kids in for the self-defense as well as um, a lot of focus. You know, that's a I teach the younger kids ages four to eight, four to nine, and that's a, that's a big 
part of our class, just learning how to focus. Because if you can learn a jujitsu technique, if you can lock in, pay attention, dedicate yourself to that, then it's going to carry over when you're at school. It's going to carry over at home. It's going to translate to a lot of other areas of your life. And uh, myself as an adult, you know, I've noticed that same thing. I didn't start training until I was 22. And at 22, you know, I didn't, I didn't have any uh, motivation or, or much self-discipline. And I was just kind of floating. I felt like kind of trying to take the easiest route through my whole Mm -hmm. life, right? Like, I wanted to be a business major in school, but I had to pass, I think it was just pre-cal. I don't even think it was calculus. And I was in there, I was in it in a summer course and I wasn't doing hot. And I thought, ah, yeah, I'm just going to drop this class and I'll just change my major. <laughs> so it was like something I really wanted to do, but I, I didn't, uh, I didn't achieve it because I just didn't have any, um, dedicate. I wasn't dedicated. I didn't understand that it's just a process, right? Like it's okay to be bad at first. But then through your work and your effort, work to get good. Yeah. And what do you think it is about jujitsu that has that um, addictive quality to it? I know as a practitioner, I know you understand what I'm talking about, but um, that white belt zeal is what I call it, right? Like people that come in, they they get signed up and you pretty much, I'll see them there every class you have to offer. They are just, you know, soaking everything up, asking questions about these ridiculous YouTube techniques that will never be relevant to them for, you know, 10 years. I'm, I'm joking over that, of course. But you know what I'm saying? Like, what is it about jujitsu, do you think, that reels people in uh, on a massive level? I'm not just talking about like, oh, some people get really into it. Like a, a good chunk of people who do right. jujitsu seem to get into it very passionately. Right. Uh, the passion, I think it's the... I can't speak for everyone. For myself, it's the competitiveness. Like I think I just I like to I like to have a competitive outlet, and uh, a martial art is a great place for that because it's gonna uh, like I'll be in class and challenging a classmate, and it's gonna be to both of our benefit, right? Like we're go- we're both gonna get better because we're in there competing and and uh, trying to get better. For, for other people, I don't know. Yeah, when people fall down that rabbit hole and they're watching uh, hours of YouTube, hours of DVDs and all that, you know, I don't know. I'm still doing that, so I can't really Yeah, no, yeah, and I'm not knocking it. I, I just always wonder, because jiu-jitsu is kind of a phenomenon in the world of martial arts. Um, you don't see the kind of zeal for any other martial art. Uh, it may be because I'm not friends. Yeah, we with, don't know that. We're not <laughs> yeah. in it. We're not in, like, I'm sure there's some karate programs maybe... Right. In some areas we're unfamiliar with where there there could be the zeal. I think that the um I think being I think the UFC is huge for the for the jiu-jitsu, uh martial arts in general, but for jiu-jitsu, you know, you see that ground fighting and to understand, hey, this guy's able to overcome a highly skilled opponent or um you know, use his knowledge of grappling to maybe avoid getting beaten in a match. Uh, maybe not winning the match, but avoid getting beaten. Mm-hmm. And you start to think, "Hey, I could learn. I could learn that." You know, maybe we won't all be doing it on the same level as someone who's in the UFC, right? But to me, it's we're never in competition with someone else. We're always in competition with ourselves and trying to make trying to be better than we were yesterday. 
I agree. And um, if you don't mind, I'm going to use that as a segue because there's this great video uh, clip that's being shared like in our jujitsu community online. Um, you, you know, you're talking about using, using jujitsu uh, to overcome a larger opponent or overcoming this or that. Um, I'll, I'll get to the, the gist of the video so we can cut to it real quick. Um, I'm a father of two daughters for sure. I've got a baby on the way. It will probably be a daughter. But right now I know I have two. And self-defense is just... Um, extremely important to me for them because they're going to face fears and whatnot that I never had to know growing up or, or, or different ways, right? In very different ways. So if you don't mind, there's this video that, uh, that we have queued up on, on our YouTube. And um, let's just, I guess, more or less comment. One second. Let me actually, uh, the audio is messing up. gonna do is ha there i am we're, we're, we're bringing this up uh and i'll put you up here oh, as well thank you josh the the beauty of live let me uh let me put will up here as well boom now we're here and now let's watch this okay so she just pulled guard and now she it looks like she's trying to go for a shoulder lock but she's oh triangle choke so she's trying to choke that boy with her legs, and then she switched it to an arm lock for the submission. The and that's just the submission is just him saying he gives up. That's another arm lock. It looked like she's just running through these guys. <laughs> she is. Uh, this looks like she's setting up a choke, pulling guard, wrapping up the guillotine. Guillotines, the chokes I like a lot because no matter how big someone is, you know if you can get around their neck, man, you can Ooh. you can. Uh, Either submit them in a classroom setting or, obviously, uh, if it's outside a class, you can just make them fall asleep. And This is, so we, as you, you as a coach of, of both boys and girls, I'm going to end it on that one if you don't mind. No, I don't mind. Um, as, as a coach of, of boys and girls, what does is, what is watching something like that mean to you? Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, we don't know that. I'm assuming it was a challenge match, right? Where that, that was definitely friendly. Yeah, you know, that would be similar to wrestling in a classroom setting, where she's giving them the opportunity to tap out and give up, and then she's letting them go before there's any injury. Uh, so to know that she's out there, it's like, man, that's uh, for one, I think inspirational to think, wow, we could have some young students who could get to that level, right? Um, and two. It's just I just always think about man how confident must she be how good must her parents feel knowing that when she's out at the mall or something man so if someone runs up on her they're gonna have their hands full you know um, and and, and it's fair know, to kid, say though she still hang out at the mall I don't know. I don't know I stopped hanging out at the mall I didn't have anyone <laughs> to hang cool. out at the mall with <laughs> that was cool when I was like fifteen yeah. I guess I don't know if you lounge sure. at the now mall now they got a. Uh, Amazon. And they're doing Pokemon Go in the park. So yeah. whenever they're doing their Pokemon Go and some weirdo comes up, you can feel confident that your kid can defend themselves. Right. Um, and, and I think it's safe to say, and I want to get this out there so people listening know, she wasn't necessarily a prodigy of the art, right? I mean, that is, she was doing fundamental jujitsu right there. Those were techniques anyone could learn. Um, I, don't, I don't know. She could be a prodigy. I don't know. I don't know her name, but obviously she was highly skilled. And, um, but yeah, anyone could learn them, and anyone could get them to that level with enough 
hard work, right? And that's the thing about a martial art. Uh, it's all about the dedication to your practice and just putting in the effort to see the results. So you don't have to be a, uh, it's not like, it's not like basketball where you say, right, Oh, I can't right. jump high. I, so I, I'll never be any good or I'm right. not tall. You know, jujitsu accommodates all body types and uh, it's almost a little more strategy. So uh, more strategy than the physical elements. So, uh, you know, if you can use your, use your brain, use your mind, you're going to be able to figure out a game that works for you and be successful. There's a nice inside joke at the gym. Believe in your technique. Believe in but, your <laughs> technique. Yeah. Before I let you go, man, and I do appreciate your time. I know I've, I've kept you here long enough. Um, what are some ways people can keep up with what the school's doing? Whether it's you want to drop social media or if you want to mention the website, whatever you want to say, how, how are some of the ways people can keep up with Dojo Kyle? Uh, if they want to keep up with the school, I'd recommend probably following our Facebook page keeping an eye on our website. There's probably not going to be too many updates to the website, but if you're interested in finding out more, getting more information about the school and potentially getting involved, we have a contact form on our page where uh, you can just put in some basic info and we'll send you a few follow-up emails automated uh, just with more information about the school. And we can also follow up with you on the phone about coming in for a complimentary first class. Uh, Other than that, yeah, I don't know. Stop by. Come, yeah, you know, come stop by. 111 South hi. Main Street, right? Yep, 111 South Main after lunch at Milt's. Or no, yeah. oh, I, I better throw in Pizza Classics too. I don't want my buddy Billy over there to oh, take it hard on we, me, you know. Yeah. But, but if you eat that pizza for lunch, you might be a little slower. So. <laughs> yeah. And for the adult classes, I know that y'all offer something um, Monday through Saturday, um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 7 p.m. for adults, uh, Tuesday, Thursday at 7 p.m., but there's also a lunch class on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday at 11.30 a.m. And then for kids' classes, you, you'd have to input on that because I'm not familiar with times. Kids, we train uh, four. We have four classes per week for both age groups. Most kids attend twice a week unless they're the either competitors or future competitors. And then we expect to see them a little more, making sure that they're staying on top of their techniques. So with the four-day-a-week schedule, we found that for most parents, it's flexible enough to get them uh, to class at least the two days, right? So, and that's a good two days, in my opinion, is a good way to make progress at a consistent rate. Definitely, I can attest to that as an adult as well. But, uh, Will, thank you so much for your time, and and uh, we'll have you again in the future. Yes, thank you very much. It was fun being here. And that will do it for this episode of the Kyle Life Podcast. If you'd like more information on Dojo Kyle, check out their website at dojokyle.net or go give them a visit at 111 South Main Street right there across from the gazebo in downtown Kyle. For kylelife.com and the Pearl Media Network, I'm Joshua Steubing. Thank you for listening.